You're listening to the Pursuit Podcast. My name is Hans Schiefelbein and I own In Pursuit Fitness Training. And this is season one of the podcast. And I thought, what better place to start than designing a fitness game plan? We're already in episode number five. Uh, Of course, if you haven't listened to the first few episodes, I hope you go back and do those. In some ways, they're a prerequisite, at least at the beginning here, of of how how we're laying out this idea and then executing on building a fitness game plan. Today, we're talking about a training principle that I have been talking about a lot lately. And when I say that, I mean, if I could pick one thing that I'm... Uh, talking about the most over the last two months, I would say it is this. It's in the title. It's called the FIT principle. There's two T's in FIT, and FIT stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type. Now, the FIT principle is a way to structure our workouts so that we are balanced, so that the volume of our training makes sense, so that we can have uh, language for how to progress our training. And so it really allows us to dial in different components of a workout and a workout week. As I get into a couple of the details, this is the first time where I'm gonna separate out the beginners and the more advanced. Uh, A lot of the episodes up until this point have focused on people getting started with their fitness, but this is one where in the second part, I'm going to speak a little bit more directly to some of the advanced athletes who might find ways that they can apply the fit principle to help their training get to the next level. All right, guys, I'm actually going to go a little bit out of order. So instead of F-I-T-T, I'm going to focus on the frequency and then I'm going to jump to the time. And here's why. Certainly for the beginners, the frequency, how many days per week do you work out, and the time, how many minutes, how many minutes in a workout, but more importantly, how many minutes in a week are you working out? Those are the two important components that are gonna be most relevant as you get started. I really encourage you to do two things. One, keep a log, especially in this first month. And I'm not gonna do this forever, saying log all your workouts, that's not for everybody, but it really is interesting in the first month to log how many times you're working out, how many minutes you're working out, what you're doing, and what you're able to quote unquote accomplish in a workout, because very quickly you'll see the progressions, you'll see yourself getting more fit, and it's kind of fun and motivating to see how much more you're able to get done or how much longer you're able to work out. That's why I encourage you to uh, log your workouts. But trust the process. Uh, you know, so many people come into this thing and they just say, I'm supposed to be exercising four to five days a week. That's where I'm going to start. Wrong. Don't go for that trap. Start with something that you can handle. You want to bite off something that you can chew and something that you can repeat next week. That's how you build momentum. That's how you have a week where you don't get hurt. That's how you have a couple workouts where you don't get yourself so sore that you can't come back the next day. You see where I'm going with that? Frequency, start with something that you can handle. Time, also, 
a duration that you can handle and not only each workout, but the total volume for the week. Now that's the runner in me speaking. A lot of times it's not just about the, the three or the five mile run, but rather in a week, how many weekly miles do I get? And as we get better at our workouts, uh, that is something that we start to pay attention to because recovery is a really big component of our to our fitness. So as you're taking a look a couple episodes back at your SMART goal, now, beginners, I want you to take uh, another page in your in your document and look at the frequency and the time that you are going to commit to applying uh, or executing on your SMART goal. Now, for intensity and type, again, those aren't going to be as relevant to you right now. Intensity will probably take care of itself. So if your SMART goal includes running, you would not go out for just a long, slow run. And conversely, you wouldn't go out for just short sprint intervals, okay? Those are two different intensities and you're gonna wanna do them both. We won't get into the details right now, but pay attention to your intensity and know that some workouts are more intense, some are less, that is a good training week. Additionally, and somewhat related, the time should be a little different too. You don't just go out for a 20 minute run and do that continuously. Sometimes you do shorten it up. You say, I'm gonna go out for uh, an eight minute run, but I'm gonna make it a little bit more intense. Again, we will get into some of those details later on. And of course, I'm available uh, on social media and email. If you guys have any questions, I'm happy to help you unpack or brainstorm some ways of applying this fit principle to your SMART goal. So beginners, in review, frequency and time, I want you to look at those two components as you uh, start putting the details together of your SMART goal. And the intensity and the type, I never got to the type, sorry. Uh, the intensity and type will be second uh, in, in probably in a couple weeks. Type meaning, you know, cross training typically. So again, if you're uh, a runner, type would be, do you just do running or do you also include some strength training, some core training? Do you go for a bike ride? So again, as you're getting started, type and intensity, not quite as important, but consider it uh, if, you, if, you have, um, if you have some experience there, but focus on frequency and time. All right, for the advanced people, you're looking to do something new, which by the way, I think is a great way to keep yourself in shape and to keep yourself uh, fresh and injury free. The fit principle is super interesting for you. The frequency and the time are probably all set. Now, like I said to the beginners, you certainly could start playing with that a little bit. If I am training for uh, a, a half marathon, let's say, and my uh, time is, you know, X number of hours per week, I certainly could uh, take a couple, uh, take a couple weeks, maybe even a season, uh, a month or so of decreasing the total volume of training as a little bit of a recovery. Uh, that would be one way that you could look at the time. Uh, frequency would be another one. If you're an experienced athlete, you're probably working out four to five days a week. Typically, for an advanced person, you're going to scale that down as a little bit of recovery. But maybe, maybe you you jack it up. Maybe you try to do a you know a running streak of you know 10 or 14 days in a row and kind of see the high end of what you could accomplish. But more likely, you're going to play with the intensity. And for you guys, the big one is the type. Uh, the intensity, uh, as we discussed with the beginners, you're looking at 
uh, hit training, super intense sprints, things like that, uh, as, as opposed to steady state. What can you do to switch that up a little bit? If you're typically a hit type person, uh, what would it mean to take, you know, one, three days a week of hit, bring it down to one and take the steady state of two to three and bump it up to four or five. That would be the way I would encourage you to rethink your intensity for the fit principle. But most, uh, more likely it's going to be the type. Again, I'm a runner and I enjoy running. Lately I've been doing some more triathlon training kind of stuff. And so I try to get on the bike a little bit more. I haven't been back to the pool, but certainly when I've been uh, at the lake uh, this summer, swimming when I can. So for me, it's changing up the type from uh, the running and even the triathlon to bringing in more of the, uh, the conditioning pieces of metabolic conditioning, uh, kettlebell work, strength work, things like that. So think about ways you can take your SMART goal and increase the amount of type of exercise that you're doing. And uh, again, if you guys have any questions on this, I'm happy to uh, find a way to chat with you guys about uh, brainstorming some ways that you guys can apply the FIT principle to your SMART goal. So a whole bunch of acronyms as we get started here. As I said, this is something I've been talking about a lot. I talked about this last week. I was doing a segment with Fit and Fabulous and we were talking about uh, you know, developing a fitness game plan and getting people back into fitness for the fall because the fall is really a big time for us to, uh, you know, start a new schedule and therefore start new routines, new habits, and maybe a new training plan. So as you're taking your SMART goal and starting to put some bones, uh, uh, not bones, so as you're taking your SMART goal and putting some meat to the bones of that program, consider the frequency, the intensity, the time and the type as you are putting together your fitness routine. That is episode five. Guys, it is really good to share this stuff with you. As I said, I'm trying to take the stuff that I do in my gym and get it out to you guys. I'd love for this to be a two-way street. So number one, it would be wonderful if you guys would subscribe so you can get all the episodes and I can know that people are out there listening, but also take a look at the show notes and feel free to send me a direct message or an email and I would love to help out however I can. Happy training, always in pursuit, and we will talk to you next time.